Welcome to the Solo Women RV Podcast, where we share stories, tips, and advice from solo women RVers, van lifers, and campers who are making their travel dreams come true. Whether you're just getting started in solo travel or are a seasoned expert, this show is for you. Join us. Just because you're solo doesn't mean you're alone. Here's your host, Kathy Belch. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 86. This week I am recording from my camp hosting gig in Mount Hood in Oregon and I wanted to share a bit about that with you all today. My name is Kathy and I am a solo woman RVer and host of this podcast and the Solo Women RV blog. As I mentioned, I have accepted a job this summer working as a campground host, and I just wanted to come on and share a bit about it because I know that a lot of people are looking for ways to earn money to sustain themselves on the road, or maybe they just think being a campground host would be a super great opportunity. So I just want to come on and share a little bit about what it's been like for me so far uh, the day that this episode is coming out is going to mark one month of my job. So it's still pretty new. Uh, we started off with a week of training and then we had to come up here and get all the campground ready and whatnot. So we've only had guests, I guess, for about a week and a half now. So it's still pretty fresh, pretty brand new. Everything's still exciting and I haven't burnt out or anything yet. So maybe we'll check in again in August. Uh, all the other hosts are talking about this season they call Angry August when, uh, when everyone's just a little bit hot and burned out and maybe sick of answering the same question over and over or dealing with the same issues over and over. But anyway, that's not where I'm at now. Where I'm at now is I am brand new and literally I'm waking up every day just thankful for where I am and appreciative and just really enjoying this opportunity to be able to be a host up here in this beautiful, beautiful forest on a lake. Um, but first of all, let me just start out by saying that um, I'm not going to mention the exact lake where I'm at, and I am not going to mention my employer, and uh, that is at the request of my employer. So um, I checked in with them to let them know that I was doing this podcast, and they are fine with it, being on my own time and being my own personal opinion, um, but I actually suggested and they agreed not to mention the name of my employer. So I will just say it is a private employer. And um, so far, they've been super, super great to work with. And uh, yeah, so that's that about that. So how did I get this job? Because I know a lot of people are looking for camp post jobs and they're curious about the process. So I will say I learned about this job from somebody that I'm connected with on social media. It's not somebody that I am personally friends with or anything. She worked here last summer and told me about it. Actually, it was two summers ago because I did actually apply last summer and got accepted for a position with this company um, actually, I was offered a position at a different campground, 
And for a number of reasons, one of which was that I had already made like serious plans to meet up with my brother and go to Montana together. And I didn't want to have to cancel those plans. So for that reason and a few other reasons, I ended up not accepting the position last summer, which was good because it got me out and I traveled a bit. But um, this summer, I thought, you know, I was going to try again. And so I applied again and this, you know, I got offered the position again and I got offered the position at the lake that I want it to be at. This whole process started, I think, back in January, maybe, maybe even November, where it was applications and screening interviews and then actual interviews and then job offers So, um, I, so like I said, I heard about it from a friend, but some of my other camp hosts who are working here actually found out about this position through the work camper news. So if you are not already a member of work camper, uh, we interviewed Jody, Jody Duquette from the work camper news a few episodes back, actually last year sometime. So I will link to that if you want to go back and listen. But the Work Camper is a great place to find out about work camping opportunities. And so if you're thinking about wanting to look into a job, I highly recommend checking out the Work Camper News and the Work Camper Organization. They have a lot of great resources for people who are thinking about trying to find work to sustain themselves when they're on the road. I will say um, one of the things about this job, which might make it not for everyone, is that there is no power. There's no power up here. So we have water and we have the ability to dump our tanks, but we actually have no electricity. So you kind of have to rely on your own solar or a generator to power your rig. So now that I'm in my new van, it's actually worked out really well because I have solar power on my roof and it's pretty shady here. I mean, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous spot. It's in the woods, so I don't get a ton of sun, but um, I'm getting enough so far with these lithium batteries that are in my new van that I am able to pretty much do okay as long as I conserve energy And in addition to what power I have inside my RV, I also have, uh, I bought specifically because I knew that I was going to be in this situation, a thousand watt Jackery. So a Jackery is an external battery that can be charged solar through solar panels, or it can be charged also by plugging it in or to like an AC plug or plugging it into like a cigarette lighter while you're driving. And thus far, I've used that Jackery a lot. I'm using it to power my laptop. I have a walkie-talkie that I need for my job. I charge that. And I also have like a tablet that I need for my work that I need to keep charged. So all of that I do keep charged through my Jackery. And then the RV solar stuff is just basically powering the lights and everything that is required to run the RV. I did start plugging in. There are some, um, I have an adapter to convert my, I'm not great at this, but like the, the power, the DC to AC, I think it is. 
Anyway, I have a I have a little converter that I was plugging in and charging my computer with, and um, and once I started using that from the actual RV batteries, my batteries died one night. I woke up to no power one day. Um, I think part of the reason was also I had moved into the shade to accommodate some friends who were visiting, and so um, I just wasn't getting quite enough power to run everything. So now I've moved back into the sun a little bit and um, and just continuing to use the Jackery. Anyway, that's an aside. That's not really about uh, the work, but um, just that I did want to point out that one of the things about this job that I think is unique to a lot of work camping jobs is that there is not power at my site. I do have internet um, cell service is pretty weak out here as well, but the campground provides internet because we need internet in order to run credit cards for customers that are going to pay by credit card. So I am working 40 hours a week. I have two days off in, oh, oh, two days off in a row and um, those are midweek. So there's a number of campgrounds that are up here and part of this organization. So I'm kind of part of this community up here that we all work a little bit separately, but also kind of together. And the campground that I am at, I have a co-host. So it's a, a, also a solo person, a solo man. He and I run this campground together. And then some of the other campgrounds are run by um, couples uh, but there are um, three other solo women camp hosts up there, up here. So that's kind of nice also. I think there's about 12 to 15 hosts up here. And um, so we get together every two weeks for a meeting and we went through training and stuff together. But other than that, we're pretty independent and we kind of run our own campgrounds. We do communicate, like I said, through walkie talkies if we need to. But uh, for the most part, we're independent and we are working our own campgrounds. And I'm pretty, I lucked out. I have a great co-host and we seem to be working really well together. So uh, I feel good about that part. So what are my actual duties and what does a job entail? Like I said, we spent a week getting training before we even started. And so we learned about things like wildfire safety. We got certified in CPR and first aid. Um, we learned the skill called verbal judo, which will help us deal with confrontations with um, customers if we have any, which luckily I have not had any of those thus far. We learned, gosh, all kinds of different things, some of them like company specific and some of them like really specific to working in a campground, some cultural diversity stuff, how to run the tablets, how to communicate on the radios, just a lot of different things like that. And it was, a, it was actually a really good week long training that we had. And then our second week, we all met up and we caravan together up here to the lake to each of our separate campgrounds. And then we spent that whole week getting ready for our first campers. And that week involved a lot of raking, <laughs> you know, raking out all the individual campsites, getting all the bathrooms and stuff clean, getting... Um, 
just making sure there was no like dangerous low hanging branches, cleaning out fire pits if they needed to be cleaned, um, getting our gators. We each have a, a little like motorized, it's called a gator, like a four wheel drive kind of vehicle that we go around and visit all the campsites with. Um, just got, you know, getting set up for our first week of work. And then we opened up on Memorial Day weekend and we welcomed campers. So my job involves uh, greeting the campers. Uh, go, uh, one of the things that we do here is we actually meet each camper and we show them to their site and we go over all of the campground rules up here. I mean, I've definitely camped in campgrounds before where like you hardly see the host and, you know, you just go to your site and you do your thing and that's that and you leave and you put your money in an envelope probably and you might not even interact with anybody. But here we try to really provide good customer service. That's one of the things that this company wants to pride itself on. And so we greet everyone and we give them a little introduction, go over the rules. And the rules are things like about fire safety mostly and where the garbage is and quiet hours. It's, you know, it's nothing real crazy. Um, and then we, you know, we answer any questions. We sell them firewood if they want firewood. Uh, we still are allowing uh, fires some that will probably cease at some point out here in Oregon. We're in a real fire danger area. So at some point, campfires will not be allowed up here. But as of now, they are. And so we sell campfires and we sell maybe extra parking. We give information about the hikes in the area and boating and that kind of thing. So we inform them of the rules. And then also we are responsible for enforcing the rules. So in my previous job, so I wanted to mention that one of the things that I think that helped me get this job uh, was my previous volunteering with the Oregon State Parks as a campground host. And so when I was an Oregon State Park volunteer, I could inform people of the rules, but I didn't have to enforce the rules. And that's one of the things that's different about being here as a paid position. And of course, it makes 100% sense that that would have to happen. So um, like the biggest thing that I've had to deal with is... Uh, a little kid without a bike helmet and dogs off leash. I mean, it's not, um, there hasn't been anything really serious that's happened in my campground. I know some of the co-hosts at some of the other campgrounds did have to go out at like late at night and ask people to keep it down who were maybe partying late. Um, and there was actually a medical emergency at one of the campgrounds. So uh, I've been pretty lucky so far and hopefully it will continue to go well. But, uh, you know, I, we do have staff that will back us up and I have my co-host and, um, we even have a sheriff on call if needed. So I'm not really concerned about any of that kind of stuff. I do have to say, gosh, the campers have just been wonderful. They, I've just really enjoyed them. Um, I had a couple that brought me a trout the other day that they got and it was so delicious I cooked it up on a grill that actually another host had a grill and offered to let me cook it on that and um, that was just wonderful and there's these 
little kids that are biking around today and they brought me fresh flowers. So I, it's just been wonderful. It's really nice. And then that's the thing that why I love this job. I just want to say that is to connect with the people, the people who are here to enjoy this area as much as I enjoy it. And and it's just been, it's been super great. I have to say that I'm recording this on a Tuesday night in early June and my campground is like half empty. It was completely booked this weekend, but right now I like, I just can't believe that there's hardly anybody here. The weather's perfect. Um, I've been getting out in a kayak. Friends brought me a kayak. And so when I have a little break, because we're supposed to work eight hours, but um, it's not like nine to five type thing. You know, we might work in the morning and then um, we can take maybe a break in the afternoon and then we'll work into the evening, checking people in and that kind of stuff later and selling wood and and checking on, on them. Um, so anyway, um, I have a kayak and I've been out on that and that's been really, really nice. The weather's just been amazing. Um, there is one other aspect of the position that I did want to talk about, and that is that we have to clean bathrooms. And I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about this, but I have to say it hasn't been that bad. The bathrooms that we have are pit toilets, which aren't necessarily my favorite type of bathroom to use when I'm camping, but um, they're super easy to clean. It's not like cleaning out like a really gross shower or something like that. There isn't running water. There's, there's water that people can get like in spigots around the campsite, but there's not running water in a bathroom. So it's really easy to just kind of clean around and the outside of the, we call it a, call it a riser, uh, just to clean outside of that. And yeah, then we just mop and clean the toilet seat and the area all around in there. And um, it hasn't been too bad at all. Maybe again, maybe that's what angry August is about. Maybe when it gets really hot and those bathrooms start getting really stinky. Um, maybe that's going to be more of an issue. But right now it hasn't been too bad. And uh, actually we have been complimented. I can't tell you the number of times I've been complimented on how clean we keep our bathroom. So that is something that uh, people definitely appreciate. Yeah, the the campers have been super appreciative of everything. It's been really wonderful. So yeah, so we welcome the campers. We um, get them all signed in, sell them wood and whatnot. And then when, when they leave, uh, our job is to go in behind them and pick up any trash or whatever they may have left behind. And I do have to say, like so many of them have just kept their campsites really great. I think that one of the things is like we have it looking really nice when they show up and I think there gives them an incentive to leave it very clean when they leave. Um, and so what we're mainly doing is picking up micro trash that people might miss, uh, making sure that the fires are 100% out in the fire rings and keeping those maintained and then doing a little bit of raking, maybe cleaning off the picnic tables if there's anything kind of gross on the picnic tables. And just ensuring that the site is ready for the next camper. We also take care of the reservations. So like 
the little signs that go up, the little placards that are on each campsite that has their name and the check-in date and check-out date. We do all of that. We get those ready and get those set up. And then we also um, handle like when people show up, as I said, getting them checked in, getting them their parking passes, selling any additional parking passes if they need them. And um, yeah, that's pretty much what my job is entailing. It's not like super, super hard, either physically nor like mentally challenging, but it is, it's just really nice. I think that um, one of the things my coworker said is like, this is not a high stress job. Don't make it a high stress job. Don't stress yourself out about things that you don't need to be stressed out about. And that's been a great philosophy. And I've made a point almost every day to make sure that I get down to the water and just make sure that I sit there, put my feet in or get out in the kayak or just sit there or maybe go for a little bike ride and, um, and appreciate the place that I'm in. Because after all, that's the reason why I took this job, right? I didn't take this job to clean toilets. I took this job to be out here in nature and around people who are also enjoying nature. So um, it's always nice to have a job that you love. And right now, I have to say I am loving it. I am like just today, it was pretty hot and I had to run up to the office and I took my bicycle and I, um, I took a little detour after going to the office and just went and sat by the water and just sat there. And as the wind was blowing on me and the waves were lapping and, and it was super peaceful. There was an osprey. There's an osprey and an eagle that are here. I see them quite often and just was like, just so grateful that I just was almost like incredulous that this is my life right now. This is what I'm doing. This is where I get to live. And this is where I get to be. Um, it takes me back a little bit. When I was a kid, I grew up on a lake and I didn't grow up on a lake, but I, we spent every summer at a lake uh, on a cottage that that my parents owned and we would go up there and canoe and swim and it's just bringing me back to my childhood. So that makes me feel really good. That was some of the most special times of my life growing up was the time that I spent on that lake as a kid in upstate New York. So it's bringing me back to that. This is more of a mountain lake, but um, still it feels, it feels pretty similar. And I guess I just want to end by talking a little bit about Tucker and how it's been for her to have a cat up here as a camp host. I am the only camp host, I think, with a cat. Um, a few of them have dogs, but um, it's been working out really, really great. She, I got her this tent. It's like totally mesh tent that I can just put her in and she can hang out outside she really likes it in there. Um, I even started leaving her in there while I'm like not right around. Like when I leave the campsite to go like check in a camper or clean some campsites or something and I can leave her in there for like an hour or so and I come back and she's totally fine. Um, I also have the harness and her leash and we go on walks every evening. She really enjoys that. If I don't take her on a walk, like one night I was super tired and I didn't take her and she got really antsy and was chasing around the van. But um, 
yeah, it's been really good. She likes to go out in the morning and then she likes to go out in the evening. And then when I'm around, like I come back to the van, I don't know, six, seven, eight times during the day. And every time I come back, I just open the door and I put her on, I have a leash that she can go on. And I just put her on that with her harness and she can't go too far away, but um, she can wander a little bit here and there and primarily get herself tangled up underneath the van wheels. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, she's been adapting really well and it's, it's working out great for me too, to have her here. She's such a super sweet little companion for me to have. And she sleeps with me every night and purrs a lot and is very adventurous. So, um, one of the things I want to try eventually is to see if I can take her out in the kayak, see how she does, if she enjoys that or not. She might hate it. Uh, if she does, that's okay. But I just want to try that out. So anyway, that is all I have for this week. Just a quick update about what I'm up to and what it's like to work as a camp host. If you have any questions, please just send me an email at kathy at solowomenrv.com. Happy to answer them for you. Or as always, just happy to hear from you. So drop me a line and check out uh, the solowomenrv.com blog. And we also have a Facebook group, which we just reached 1000 members. So I will link to that also in the show notes if you want to be part of our Facebook community. So thanks everybody for listening. Again, my name is Kathy and this is the Solo Women RV podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you again on here next week. Oh,